Hello, and welcome to Challenging Your Health Mindset. This podcast is produced and presented by Liberty University's Student Health Center and Wellness Initiatives Department. Hello and welcome back. This is season four, episode six of a Healthy Mindset podcast. And I'm so glad that I have two good friends here with me uh, to talk today. We're dealing with the physical dimension of wellness and specifically talking about personal safety. And since personal safety is something we all need to be aware of, I brought some experts in today and I want you to just in- introduce yourselves to our sure. audience. Well, my name's Rich Hinckley. I'm the chief of police here at Liberty University. Uh, I actually came here as a student in 1977, graduated in 1981, and other than about six years, this has been home. All my kids were born here, raised here. Yeah. This is home. Well, it's good to have you. Thank you, Doc. I'm Alan Wilkins, I'm lieutenant in charge of LUPD investigations. I've been here since 2013. Yeah. And had a good career on the coast before you came. Where'd you, what's your coast? I'm retired from the Hampton Police. Oh, awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, the both of you are here, uh, and I'm fortunate as a member of this community to have some personal time with you, Chief, yep. and to see you at work and our partnership and uh, ministering to our students. And my good friend, thank you for being here as well. Let's just dive into some conversations, sure, right? Absolutely. How important is personal safety to you? Yeah, to me, and of course, being a law enforcement officer, it's not just being on duty. Mm. A lot of that time is, uh, I spend a, more time away from Liberty University than I do here. Mm-hmm. And so every time I go out to the grocery store yeah. or uh, just go for a drive with my wife, I have to be thinking about personal safety. Yeah. Uh, who am I going to interact with? You know, is there good? Of course, a little bit of that's the police mindset because people know me. Yeah. And I see people in the store. Mm-hmm. And so at the same time, it's like I got to make sure that they're safe just as much. Sure. Because even though it's not on campus, People know me, might expect me to do something to right. make sure they maintain their safety if something starts to go bad. That's that's awesome. That's an awesome perspective. Yeah. What about you? What do you when you think of personal safety as a professional, as an individual? What what comes to mind? Awareness of your surroundings um, mm-hmm. is probably the biggest thing. Yeah. Uh, not not having your head on your, looking at your feet or your phone as you move around among folks. Wait a minute, you you may not act like a millennial or Gen Z or or administrator who has a lot of responsibilities, right? Walking around yeah, doing something. And I something think we all have something. to remind ourselves to, to look up and see what's around us. Yeah, yeah very now, much. I could go into that a little bit more, but we're not talking about digital wellness today. Yeah. Personal safety. So... What about our students? What would you tell them about being uh, purposeful sure. in their personal safety? Well, the biggest thing is, like Al said, be aware of your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, if you're going to be especially out late at night, don't go alone. Yeah, uh, Our campus is open to anybody and everybody. So it just means, you know, when you're going out jogging, mm-hmm. uh, pick a good spot where there's a lot of people around gotcha. uh, or take somebody with you. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's that's good advice, and that's good for the guys as well as oh, the yeah, yeah. young ladies. Right? I guess I'm a little more concerned about the young ladies. I have three boys and only one girl, so I, <laughs> I worried about her a lot more than I did the boys. Yeah, they, The guys seem to know how to take care of themselves pretty well. Yeah. I think I made sure my daughter knew how to take care of herself very well. Make sure that you're planned. You have your phone, have it charged, mm. so that if something does go wrong, you know how to hit 911 really fast and yeah. get help. That's good. That's good. That's good. So when we think about uh, the university, uh, the campus, we think about it being a controlled environment and <laughs> great experience for students. So surely you wouldn't have to worry about personal safety on campus, do you? Well, you do, um, because if you look at our campus, we have a major shopping center on one side. Right. We have a major highway running through the middle mm. and a major public street running right along the other side on East Campus. Right. And so there are cars that come through our campus just as a shortcut okay. to get from point A to point B. That's true. You just never know who might be in that car or what they've been involved in. Mm -hmm. I mean, we get calls all the time about people, shoplifters running from Walmart. Yeah. You know, they're running to campus because that's their quickest way they think they can get away. Wow. Wow. So... What do you do or what does the university do to try to ensure personal safety for our campus? Well, we've done a lot of things most recently. Okay. Uh, for example, the camera system, the major project that we've got going on that's mm -hmm. going to put close to 900 cameras on the outside of the buildings. There's okay. phases two and three that are coming down the road wow. that will take care of the inside as well as some license plate readers that will help us keep track of if there's somebody in the local area that's committed a crime and we have a license plate number, we'll put it mm -hmm. in. We'll know if they show up on campus. But that's a few years down the road. Okay. More immediately, we've also put out uh, blue lights across campus yeah, so that people I've can, those. if uh, their cell phone is dead or something, mm -hmm. uh, they need help right away. They can go to one of those lights, push a button. Uh, we tell people sometimes it's easier to run towards people. Yeah. But at the same time, if you need help, that'll put them to direct contact with a dispatcher. We're going to be, it starts a camera, so it's recording everything that's going on around that blue light. Wow. And uh, so that will just help them stay safe and have a place to go in an emergency. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah I, I appreciate the technology uh, part of it's grown a lot. And, I, and we're never going to stop working. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's things that we do, um, you know, telling people all the time if you see something, say something. Sure. Uh, this is a community. And we're not alone. That's the, probably the biggest thing. That's you right. know, And that's why I say don't be alone when you're out, out there. Hmm. Uh, this is a community. And that's a community it. takes care of each other. That's it. And, and it's so important that, um, that that community safety is still important to every single person. Mm -hmm. So by keeping the community safe, we keep you safe. That's and amazing. obviously that's why we have uh, officers on patrol. Mm -hmm. uh, we have officers directly in the buildings. We have guys Wait, like you have, Lieutenant Wilkins. You have well, guys in the building? Yeah. Talk to me about that. What what does that look like? Yeah, what that is is uh, our armed security officers. Okay. Uh, instead of being out on the road like we used to do years ago, yes. uh, they're not out driving a car. Okay. They're uh, assigned to specific buildings that are occupied throughout the day, mm -hmm. and that means that they're already there. Wow. Uh, so if something happens where somebody falls or uh, there's a medical emergency, uh, if somebody just doesn't know how to get from point A to point B mm -hmm. or they need help, then there's somebody there to ask them. Uh, the biggest thing is, again, see something, say something. That's somebody sees some a problem, they let us know. I don't have to worry about five, ten minutes down the road. Or mm -hmm. like I've heard recently, somebody got hit in an accident and waited an hour for the law enforcement to show up. Oh my. Uh, and that's, that's a challenge yes. uh, for law enforcement. 
sure. uh, across the country. Just there's so much going on, and staffing levels are not what they used to be. Yeah. And uh, so it, it, it becomes a challenge. And by putting the officers in the building, we have a quick response. That's amazing. And then I also got guys like Al that if it's a more serious matter, he can take that investigation and look into it, do the interviews, and help them resolve that problem. Wow. So since uh, October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, mm -hmm. you know, um, personal safety and uh, is a factor of domestic violence. It is. And it's something we need to pay attention to. Lieutenant, talk to me about domestic violence and what can one do to prevent or if they find themselves in a domestic violence situation, uh, what resources are available here on campus to assist? Well, first off, you would, I would encourage people to, if they are a victim, to contact the police department and make a report. Yeah. So uh, we can intervene and we can uh, direct folks to the uh, resources that would be available to help them. Uh, if it's a matter going through the court, we can direct them to the Victim Witness Program with Commonwealth Attorney's Office, which can aid them and help them in through that entire process. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Is it something that, um, I mean, a lot of times we think of it as um, uh, a married couple problem with right. domestic violence. Can single people be involved in what's considered a domestic violence situation? They can. In Virginia, they recognize even dating relationships now as a domestic violence situation where a person can go and get an emergency protective order. Sure. So if someone's been abusive or assaultive, they can go down there. Um, they're following them around all the time, not leaving them alone. Mm -hmm. They can get that emergency protective order, and that will be a court order that if violated gives law enforcement a little more responsibility or ability to do something to about it. To intervene. Intervene, yeah. yeah. And domestic violence also would apply to even adult siblings. Wow. So talk to me about that a little bit. I, I'm not sure I understand what you mean by that. Brothers. Okay. If, wow. if they, one assaults the other one, it would be domestic violence. Wow. Okay. I, even I, if I they don't it. live in the same household. I got it. I and got most it. of the time when people think about family violence, they think about in the home. Sure. But if it's still siblings or something, it could be mm -hmm. related to the same way. Oh, that's... Thank you for sharing that. Um, I know we have about 50-50 with our students who are on campus and off campus. Yeah. And then I know we have married couples. <laughs> uh, we have faculty and staff members who are part of this community. They and are. so you're here to support them and serve them as well. So We are. We, we concentrate, I guess, on the students because the whole goal of education is our student population. But, you know, we'll help out with uh, staff members, faculty members. We do have one married housing area that, mm -hmm. that we track all the time over at North Point. Yes. Uh, and so, you know, if those people need help, we're right there to help them out. We, biggest thing, like Al said, call us. Mm. Uh, if we don't know about it, we can't do anything about it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it doesn't matter how trivial it seems or you're worried that they can't, nothing we can do, there's something we can do. Now, you usually give a tip when I listen to you uh, address parents and students uh, over the years. I've been here yeah. a little while now. And uh, you usually tell them to program something in their phones. What sure would that do. be? Yeah, we, if you're going to be on campus, we ask them to program our emergency number to our direct dispatchers. Okay. 434-592-3911. Mm -hmm. 
that gets the dispatcher for our officers so that it doesn't have to go through other agencies. Now, hmm. if they can't remember that or they don't program it in or the, the most of the time in an emergency, the first thing you think of is 911. Sure. Uh, if that's what you think of, dial 911. Okay. Because the local agencies, whether it be Campbell County or Lynchburg, they're going to end up transferring that call to us if you're on campus because okay. they'll be able to geolocate your phone. Nice thing about technology. That's good. You know, yeah. so they'll find you. They'll know where you're at. They'll call us and say, hey, you, somebody down here in DeMoss Hall needs help. Wow. And uh, we'll already have an officer there. But yes. then police officers are on their way. <laughs> That's amazing. So, Lieutenant, talk to me about uh, what your job is outside of uh, maybe what people may know as a, a patrol officer. Well, I'm... I'm a criminal investigator for the police department. Okay. Uh, foremost. So uh, cases that are either uh, usually more complex mm -hmm. or more serious are the ones that I would be investigating. Things that uh, the, the patrol officers really don't have time to get in, in the middle of or may not have it, enough experience to get in the middle of. Okay. Uh, but I also am the uh, police department representative for the uh, Title IX Review Committee and for the CARE team. Both both are violence threat assessment teams for the university. Wow. I work closely with both CARE and uh, the Office of Equity and Compliance, which is Title IX, sure. and uh, the Office of Community Life uh, in our mutual goals of keeping our campus safe. That That's amazing. Uh, so for our listeners and for our parents and just for our faculty and staff members, I want to say thank you guys for the job that you do and the awesome responsibility. Uh, bless our peacemakers, right? Yes, sir. And uh, I, I pray that each one of you goes home after every shift and that you can do, uh, do good, help out those who are in need, yeah. whenever you need. And I love the partnership you have. You're not just a bunch of people behind the the uniforms right. or a badge, but you're out here in our community and it's your job, God-given yeah. job. Yeah. 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 I, I remind my guys a lot and I use the analogy of Nehemiah. Mm. When he went back to rebuild the wall, God ordered him to go back and rebuild the wall and the people were working. Yeah. But they also heard about the opposition that they were going to come and attack them and stop them from doing the work. That's amazing. And uh, so Nehemiah put bow and arrow, mm. swords, spears in workers' hands so that there was people there to protect the work and make sure the work got done. Yeah. And so we're part of the community. Uh, we're approachable. That's but good. we're there with those tools as necessary to protect and make sure everybody stays safe. Yeah. Well, I could be a testament to the fact that uh, you guys don't, just do policing the way uh, the TVs portray, but that you're loving, God-loving, God-fearing people who yes, understand that there's a mission for this institution to train yes, champions for Christ and that somebody has to be attentive to the things that would disrupt that mission. Right. And our goal is so that it's, it's so safe and seamless almost that you don't have to think about some of those things. You that's should be amazing. able to just walk to where you got to go and do those things. So that's our goal. Mm -hmm. At the same time, think about it. <laughs> don't don't leave the laptop sitting on a table and walk away for an hour right, and right. expect it to still be there. That's, that's true. <laughs> that's not necessarily personal safety, but at the same time, it's the safety of you and your belongings. That's right. And being responsible. It and is. And good stewards of Absolutely. what God has given us. <laughs> 
So listen, I enjoy spending time with you and I'm grateful for your, uh, your expertise and your collective mindset to help keep our campus safe. Yeah. Thank you for what you do. And thanks for joining us today. Oh, our privilege. Thank you.